T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Get ready. It's time for Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On KMOX. And welcome aboard, everybody. John Hancock here. Michael Kelly is on assignment this week. (laughs) Uh, He's one of his rare uh, excursions out of town, but no, no worries. Joined in studio by a young man who works for Show Me Victories, a Michael Kelly company in town. Braxton Payne is with us. How are you, Brax? Good evening. How are you, John? I am delightful. Good to be with you. And we've got a first-time guest host on the air this more, uh, this evening. It's John Hancock. Son, how are you? Doing good. Thanks for having me on. Uh, great to be here with Braxton as well. You know, a little nepotism goes a long way <laughs> right here. And uh, we're glad to have it. We're waiting to hear from Maria Kina. She's on the scene of that accident on I-64 uh, westbound, where apparently a couple of police officers were struck. Um, she's in the process of interviewing the chief of police right now, getting an update. When she's available, she's going to chime in, and we'll get a full update on that. I got caught in that tonight coming in from Chesterfield. Um, so uh, it was – I didn't have any idea what was happening, you know. And I got stuck at King's Highway. I wasn't moving, and – Braxton, you told me that uh, you saw saw the, uh, the accident reported on Twitter. Yeah, so it was on Twitter as soon as, like, uh, you called me, and it was about four minutes. I just hopped on Twitter and saw, you know, KMOV was reporting it as well as K- uh, uh, here at KMOX, but it looked like they shut the whole highway down and, you know, diverted. You got diverted off the highway completely, so and it looks like they're, uh, they're on a – they went to Barnes – Jewish hospital. And we're being joined now by KMOX News reporter Maria Kina. She's live on the scene at that accident. Maria, what do you know? John, the two officers, or two male officers, they were working an accident westbound 40 right about Boyle. They were working another accident when, according to Chief John Hayden, a car came barreling through and struck the two officers. Now, the good news is Chief Hayden has spoken with those officers. He said they were alert. They were able to speak with him. They're going through a battery of tests now, including x-rays. He did say they were in a lot of pain at this point, but they are talking and certainly conscious at this point. As far as the driver of that car that barreled through, Chief wasn't real clear on all the facts as yet. It sounds like that person was in custody or at least talking with police, had remained at the scene. And the accident that they were working, there were also some people from that accident that Chief Hayden believes was injured as well. John? Yeah, so, and we don't know if the if the driver was, 
whether it was you in the air or whether it was intentional, none of that's known at this point, right? No, it isn't. But, you know, the chief mentioned the fact that, you know, the officers are out there, lights are on, they're working an accident. And he said that the person was obviously driving way too fast in that zone to be coming through there like that when you see that there's emergency vehicles working another incident. And fortunately, the officers were physically struck, though, apparently with the vehicle. He didn't know what type of vehicle it was, but um, they're undergoing tests now at this point, especially x-rays, and he did say they're in a lot of pain. Do we know the ages of the officers involved? We know one has been on the department six years. The other one is a probationary officer. They were riding together, it sounds like. Um, in one police car and working this accident so he he didn't have any information as far as like family or anything at that at this point it's a little bit too early in the investigation but the highway remains shut down and probably will be for some time as the uh, crews work that accident obviously you have a crime scene there obviously and and so the investigation is going to continue there uh is it your understanding that both sides of i-64 are going to be shut down for some indeterminate period then i believe so um i was actually on my way home and was caught in it right after it had happened it happened about 6 30 and they were diverting traffic out westbound 40 at grandin forest park and you could tell by the response that this was far beyond an accident, that this involved probably officers being injured, and that's the case. But fortunately, according to Chief John Hayden, they are conscious, they are able to talk, just in a lot of pain tonight. Well, when there's news happening in this town, you know KMOX is going to be on the scene. Our own Maria Kina, thanks so much for that reporting, Maria, and uh, travel safe. You too, John. Thank you. Well... Fellas, I think uh, I may have to find an alternative route home this evening. Yeah, I'll have know. to help you out with that. I'm not very good at directions. Um, ever since I was in the Boy Scouts, you know, I got the I got the orienteering merit badge. You ever get that one, PJ? And the uh, you know, so you know the orienteering merit badge, Braxton. You got to you got to read the compass, and they tell you you know go 230 degrees and take you know 15 paces or whatever. And I got my little map, my little compass out there. So one of the things that my dad used to do growing up, um, he was a delivery truck driver in the city of St. Louis for many years yeah. before I was born. So. On Sundays, we would call it Sunday drives. I was probably started when I was probably too young to remember, continuing probably till the time I was about 11 or 12. And he would go drive in the city of St. Louis, and he would make me, you know, say, here's the street name of this. You take left, you go here to this way. So I learned, and I grew up in St. Charles County, so I ended up knowing city street names and how to get around in the city at a very young age because he, it wasn't landmarks. He always said, don't remember landmarks because those landmarks could always be gone. So I would I would go around, and he would drive me, and we would go, you know, Here's King's Highway, here's Chippewa, here's right here. You go to this way to get to this highway type thing. Well, good for you. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't have worked for me because there I was with my little compass and my little map, and I'm going 140 degrees, taking 20 paces, and I walked into a tree <laughs> and uh, broke my nose. And uh, But I got the merit badge, so... So there you go. Son, uh, I remember your illustrious scouting career. Oh, of course, yeah. And uh, John Hancock Sr., for those who don't know, is shockingly an Eagle Scout. Uh, <laughs> and I remember when I had a Cub Scout camping trip way back in the day. Uh, you know, we were out in tents. All the dads were trying to get their coffee in the tins over the fire. And uh, I see my dad walking over with a McDonald's coffee cup. He decided <laughs> just to 
do it the easy way there. Swung by McDonald's. Probably got him a McGriddle. I remember I wasn't offered anything, but, you know. Uh-huh. Well, and let the record show that I got coffee for all the adults. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't, you know, a selfish act. I was uh, just trying well, to it's like, uh, help what's, out my like fellow man. scavenging or whatever? Did you get that badge, too, because, you know, you were able to go to McDonald's, find your way there, well, and I realized, bring it back? you know, the Beaumont Scout Ranch right there, mm-hmm. Scout Reservation right off of 44 at Beaumont Antire Road is just but one exit. Uh, from you got a Starbucks, you got a McDonald's, and uh, you know life is right there. You hop in the car, boom, you're you're there, boom, you're back. Ten minutes, and uh, it's I, I was for fortunate to never go through the Boy Scouts. I you know I, you know my idea of camping is a nice hotel with a nice shower. I mean glamping is definitely I I could never. I mean I I slept outside once at one of my friends' college graduations. And I did it to prove a point, and the roosters woke me up, and I almost snapped that fanciest rooster's Fanciest hotel you've ever stayed in? Uh, the fanciest hotel I've ever stayed was in Greece, actually, on my honeymoon. Ooh. We stayed at the Hotel Burgand, which is um, where the royals stay, and, you know, it has a chandelier in our hotel room. Nice. Um, thanks to our friend Vanessa, actually, the woman that married us, you know, our friend Vanessa, yeah. Greek church. Uh, she actually, that was our wedding gift, so she got us two nights wow. there. It was right next to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldiers. We had a nice balcony. Um, it was, yeah, it was amazing. Actually, uh, the president of France was staying there the same time for a summit. Was so, it, was Macron the president? When uh, you yes. Were yes. And so just been, this last September. Okay. Yeah. You, cause you guys so were going to get married during COVID, right? Yeah, New Year's originally. Eve. And then we ended up getting married, uh, this May. So it's been however many months since May 15th. Oh, you're still a newlywed. Oh yeah. All right. And you son are moving to Chicago. That I am excited for the windy city. Uh, not too excited that I'll be going from the great governor, Mike Parson, to J.B. Pritzker, <laughs> but yeah, that's neither here nor there. But looking forward to the opportunity and going to miss St. Louis. Looking forward to giving the Cubs fans and White Sox fans, um, you know, making sure that they know the Cardinals are still here. Yeah, you know, be careful. Um, he, in, John in high school, he <laughs> he'd go to all the hockey games, the Westminster Wildcat hockey games, and he'd get all the crowd riled up and fired up and uh, probably almost got in a couple of fights, didn't you? I remember uh, I was flipped off by an MICDS player, and that was one of my that was my crowning athletic achievement in high school. Well, and and I used to go to hockey games too. I went to Zumwalt South, and one of the things that we would do it because it wasn't sanctioned by the school, so there was no administrators there, and we would play like at nine thirty at St. Peter's Recplex on like a Tuesday night. So it was a free for all, you know, and you could bring in the quick trip cups with whatever you wanted in them, mm-hmm. and you know we got Recplex banned uh, our fans for a year because we got in a fight with Zumwalt West kids, and they were throwing at each other and you know it was almost was like like being in the olden days you know like you know where you could actually just you know have good old-fashioned fist fights and hatred for each other for no real reason well without, I'm, I'm you know. thankful that my son never entered a hockey game with a quick trip cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, hey, might have been a Phillips 66 we're gonna cup. step aside but we we all may have lived through what might have been one of the most fascinating weekends of professional football Ever. And we're going to break it down when we come back. It's Hancock and Kelly Late Night on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Indeed, we are live and local. John Hancock in for Michael Kelly, who's out, and but in for Michael Kelly as well as Braxton Payne and John Hancock Jr. Uh, we heard from Maria Kina from the KMOX on the scene of that accident on I-64. We're going to keep an eye on that. Sean Michael Lyle will have the news at the top of the hour with an update as well. Uh, breaking news always covered here. On the voice of St. Louis. Well, that football weekend, gentlemen, three games Ooh. decided by a field goal, a last-second field goal, or one game decided by an overtime touchdown in what was one of the more incredible 
back and forth games, talking about the Buffalo Bills Kansas City Chiefs game. Was that the best game you've seen in a long time, Brax? Uh, best NFL game I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I watched NFL. I'm a passive watcher. When the Rams were here, I, you know, I followed the Rams pretty closely. Kind of stopped. Um, but, you know, obviously their product's great. So, you know, the the playoffs are always something to watch. And, you know, it's with the evolution of sports gambling, too, that's legal in many states. I know a lot of my friends do it. You know, a lot of my friends will drive across the river, place their bets because it's legal there, and then go watch the games over here. Um, so it makes the games even more exciting. You know, each quarter is exciting because you can bet on, you know, everything and anything bet on anything yeah so but it was definitely the best game i've ever seen and i mean even my wife we were watching it on the couch and she got involved in the last you know well, i guess you really only need to be involved in the last two minutes of the kansas city chiefs game it was incredible i mean the the back and forth and the quarterback play i think i read uh, where the two quarterbacks uh, josh allen and patrick mahomes both had quarterback ratings of over 126 uh, which is the the best by far of any playoff game in NFL history. Son, what were your impressions of that incredible ball game? Yeah, and Allen and Mahomes, both of them combined over 800 yards, eight nice. touchdowns between the two of them. In a lot of ways, this was the passing of the torch, it seems, for the NFL. Brady's out, Rodgers is out, Roethlisberger's out. And now we have these incredible young quarterbacks, Allen and Mahomes. I think this is going to be the next Brady-Manning uh, you have Joe Burrow, who led a team with one of the worst offensive lines in the league to the conference championship. Um, and this whole weekend was incredible, from Ryan Tannehill throwing the opening interception to Mahomes throwing the final touchdown. Just four incredible games, and I don't think we'll be lucky enough to get a weekend of football like this ever again. Yeah. Who uh, who goes to the Super Bowl? I think Joe Burrow is going to do it. Wow. He's, he's a winner. I would agree. In his past two Seasons where he's been healthy, he's gotten him to the AFC yeah, Championship game and 15 and 0 at LSU. I think this guy's a winner. Uh-huh. I think he's. I don't think Patrick Mahomes would be able to take this Bengals roster to the conference championship like Joe Burrow has. Joe Burrow does not have a top five offensive line. He doesn't have Travis Kelsey. He doesn't have Tyreek Hill. I think Joe Burrow is going to be remembered as the greatest quarterback of this generation when it's wow. all said and done. And it's his opportunity to show it. I wouldn't go that far, but I do think I I I said uh, when I how was watching you, the game, I said don't bet against Joe Burrow. But how can you bet against the Chiefs? I mean, look what they that's just fair, that's fine. did, and uh, and their defense is better, I think, than the Bengals' defense, and and the Bengals can't protect their quarterback. It's just like it's the magic of Joe Burrow. You know, and, like it's something that you can't measure with statistics. And they can't protect him, but he got hit nine times. The qu- yeah, quarterback's sacked never been sacked nine times. Still, times. still finds a way to win. He was unfased in there. He's calm, <laughs> I mean, cool, that's collected. Unreal. <laughs> I mean, but also I was looking at, you know, so I only looked up the Chiefs, uh, the kicker. You know, he was, his contract was five years for $21 million. Harrison Butker. He's he's guaranteed $4 million a year as an NFL kicker. I mean, that's that's the gig I would like. It's not a bad gig, a high-pressure gig. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, and, uh, how do we feel about million. a lot of our fellow St. Louisans who have jumped on the Chiefs wagon over the past few years? I mean, how many people I know that drove out there to that game yesterday? I mean, it had to have been 20, 30 people that I know went to yeah, the game yesterday. I, look, we carry the Chiefs here on The Voice of St. Louis, so I'm happy for the Chiefs' success, but I'm not. I've just not gotten there. Do you personally. have a team? Do you, either of you no, have a team? I really don't. I, yeah, Mizzou, uh, no. I think, should be the team of St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be real painful for you all for many years to come. Well, the football go. team's coming along now. Uh, yeah. The football team might, might be coming along. Coach Drank's going to turn this thing around. We're getting better recruits than we have in quite some time. All right, so here's, here's the question I want to throw on the table. You've got this prime sports property in, in professional football. It is a mega billion dollar industry. 
and they've cultivated fans. It's really become America's sport, mm-hmm. clearly. And yet they've got this overtime rule oh, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in any sport. I, in in hockey, in the playoffs, they play a full period. Uh, or, well, it's a sudden death, but, I mean, everybody has the puck, and they'll play a full 20-minute period. If nobody scores, they'll do another one. And here in football, you go out and you get fortunate enough to call heads. The coin falls on its head, and you drive down the field and score a touchdown, and the game's over. The, the opposing team doesn't get to touch. I mean, how how stupid is this rule? It's stupid. And the Chiefs actually tried to get that changed a few years ago because they lost the exact same way to Brady in the mm-hmm. uh, conference championship game. No one else wanted to change it then. Uh, it seems like more people are wanting to change it now. Yeah, I think uh, Wheel said it on his show today. Is at least give e- each team an opportunity to have a possession, and then after that it can be a free-for-all. I mean, yeah. he, he said it also. He said if you lose the, or if you win the coin toss, no team defers. So it's an obvious advantage. I mean, I couldn't agree with him more um, in that aspect. I think we should kind of move. We, we should uh, The NFL should maybe do a hybrid of college. Uh, in the college playoffs, it's different than the college regular season. Um, you know, you have to go for two after the second possession. You know, there's a, there's a bunch of different caveats well, there. Well, I just assume but it, watch them, just let them play football and, you know, and, and have a 15-minute quarter. If nobody scores, have another one. And and certainly each team needs to have one possession before you call the game. I mean, it's, it's just it's a no-brainer. And I get that the advertising revenue in the regular season and the way they stack the games on top of each other. Which I that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, if they want to give somebody a win after a, a six-point score. And you speak of, too, the NFL, they've really got it down to a science because each game is about three hours. I mean, right. college football, I mean, the national championship game that I was fortunate to be at was almost four hours and 20 minutes. I mean, that's a long game. I mean, so they, they got it down to a science, and when they stack games during the regular season. But during the playoffs, don't you want that extra ad, ad revenue? Because, you know, Josh Allen probably would have gone down the field and scored another touchdown, which was going to give you three or four more commercial breaks, which you just made more money right there well you would have and uh, speaking of commercials that's what we're going to talk about (laughs) when we come back it's hancock and kelly late night here on a monday night in january a cold monday night in january where the highway is shut down i-64 if you're just now tuning in shut down in both directions two officers struck uh, by a vehicle while they were working an accident on westbound i-64 about 6 30 this evening, both officers were alert and talking. Now, that's good news. They're both in a considerable amount of pain. They've been taken to local hospitals. And the investigation into that crash is continuing. So the highway, so far as we know, is still closed in both directions, east and westbound, I-64, right around Boyle Avenue exit. When we come back, we're going to deal with those uh, little commercials and uh, talk about a little vacation plans. Michael Kelly is enjoying a little vacation this evening. It's something that doesn't happen very often. And we'll tackle that after this on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Ham Talk and Kelly late night. It is 8.30 in downtown St. Alrighty. Louis. Braxton Payne alongside hey, with hey. Show Me Victories. Hey, Brax. Hello. John Hancock Jr. alongside with, uh, who are you with now? Currently unemployed. <laughs> a new job starts Monday, though. All right. Well done. And the new job is in the great city of? Chicago, Chicago. Wow. That'll be, uh, that'll be something. You're moving into the, I understand, the baddest part of town. Yep, me and Leroy. Yeah. South side of Chicago. <laughs> Well, that'll be uh, something. So, Brax, you were watching the game and you were taken aback. Yeah. By some of the commercial presentations. So, the, yeah. So, I don't normally watch like live television. I stream most of my things. So, yeah. most of the, my streaming ads are curtailed towards me, you know, because they have the demographics on what people my age watch. So, broadcast television is, you know, obviously the largest swath of viewership. And I was just really interested by So, there's pretty much two types of commercials or three types of commercials. There's like the Nike, the sneakers, which we're yeah. always going to get, you know, Mahomes has a sponsorship, a lot of insurance. Yeah. And then a lot of insurance, but then there's the Royal Caribbean cruise line. Yes. seems like every other commercial is cruises. Hmm. And I am, you know, I, I use TikTok, which is the social media app, John, that a lot of people my age <laughs> yeah. use. Thanks, and, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I will see here. these TikToks of these people that are influenced or will get free cruises. They'll, you know, they do what? the Disney cruises and, you know, there's a bunch of different types of themed cruises now, but I there's never anybody on these cruises. They're like a 25% capacity uh, at, since COVID happened. And then even now they can be at 100%. You got to get tested. You got to you know have a vaccine to get on most of these cruises. I just don't know where they get the money for it. And also, I've not, I've yet to, I mean, you guys can correct me if I'm, I don't know a single person that says, oh, yeah, I'm a cruise person. I don't know anybody well, that is a cruise I've person. Never, uh, I've never been on a cruise. I've, nobody in this studio, uh, <clears throat> by all accounts, has ever been on a cruise. Go ahead and cue that up, PJ. But I must admit, boys, watching those commercials. Ah, yes. There he is, Bob Marley. A little reggae from down in Jamaica way. Come on. And he's, he's telling us that you get on this cruise, you don't have to worry about a thing. Think about that. I mean, there you are, just floating down the ocean. But do you, I mean... Every little thing is going to be all right. And then, the buffet. They, they tell me there's food everywhere as far as the eye can see. As much as you want. You just eat. You eat until you explode. And the bar is open. It's like a Kevin Colino coming right now. drink... Until you explode. You're eating and you're drinking and you're not worrying about a thing. It sounds amazing. And then the live entertainment. I mean, you've got world-famous comedians like, uh, you know, world-famous comedian guy. And you've got, <laughs> you've, got, you've got musical acts like Casey and the Sunshine it's Band. A, it's a, the musical acts are all the rejects from Broadway that couldn't get a job on Broadway. I, know, <laughs> I think it sounds good. 436-7900 if you're an advocate of the cruise. 
1120 We'd love to hear from you. Uh, I've never been on a cruise, but I got to tell you, Bob Marley. He's really piqued my curiosity. Well, and I've like I was saying, I've seen these social media posts and these horror stories of these people that get COVID on on these cruise ships, and they have to quarantine in the rooms, and they have to wait for people to bring them water, We're and they're on the cold for six and a half hours. We're all going to get. COVID. Well, I'm not disagreeing about that. I'm just saying that's the policy. It just seems like a nightmare if you were to be on one of these cruises. I mean, no, would you I, do one? I would never. I don't think, and I don't see how it's enjoyable before COVID and uh, COVID, and especially during COVID. Yeah, I, the thing is, like, so you know, De- Debbie uh, Monterey will tell you she's gone on these she, Viking yes, cruises. She does. Um, that, but those are different. I don't see those as like these Royal Caribbean Carnival Cruise Line cruises because they like go to real spots in Europe and they, you know, do they get off the boat and they do all the these Caribbean tourist things. Is not a real spot. Yeah, but but also it's all also these these cruises that Debbie does these Viking cruises are only about you know a hundred people, yeah, so you get to know cruises. the river cruises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I would do one of those, especially like I mean Debbie's fun to hang out with. I don't know if you've ever got the chance to hang out with her socially. She's she's fun, so yeah, I would do that yeah, with her. And you guys are too young to remember the Love Boat, but uh, let me tell you, you had Julie the perky cruise director there and uh there she was planning all kinds of activities you send the kids up to the pool and they can splash around do whatever they want to I, do while you're down there eating at that buffet did i mention the buffet braxton yeah but it, i mean it's the buffet any good it's like these all-inclusives of mexico is it really that good of food though well they tell me it's outstanding oh, wow. and they, they say you don't worry about a thing and then <laughs> you got you got prime rib they're slicing it right in front of you there they got the you know it's amazing i mean it, your it, folks go on cruises nobody huh I mean, the you thing is, so like I, I, so it's not so much the food for me. It would be the all-inclusive drinks would be the yes. big selling point See because there? you know we can, but but also like see so with a lot of these packages you can you know you can pay for the all-inclusive drinks and I've seen these social media posts where they try to make sure they spend double of what they paid and some of these drinks that if you don't get these packages are like you know you get a mojito or one of these frozen dr- girly drinks that Michael Kelly loves um, are like fourteen fifteen dollars a piece. About seven of them right now. <laughs> probably. Uh, what, d- would you blame him? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> he's down in uh, well, he's. In the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's apparently not that warm, so don't, don't oh. feel too bad. <laughs> yeah, good. Good. He, he deserves a little off time. Yeah, me. I would agree with that. So, yeah, the cruise, uh, you know, and, and hearing Bob Marley, it takes me back to my honeymoon. Oh, yes. There we were on the beautiful sandy beaches of Jamaica. Ocho Rios. Jamaica. Does John Jr. need to cover his ears for this yeah, story? Let's not set the scene too much. <laughs> so, we did not get the all-include. That, well, there he is again. And they were they were singing about you know red red wine was one of the songs that Bob Marley they would blast out there from the beach and you could sit out on your balcony and listen to that and uh, but I failed to get the all inclusive at this thing so we get down there and I had gotten <clears throat> food poisoning on my wedding night <laughs> so I was a little feeling a little rough when we get down there and uh, I look at the prices for dinner and I'm thinking man. That's a lot. Of, I mean, I we were not exactly rolling oh, yeah. in the dough at that point. Right. So, fortunately for me and Georgian, right across the street from our hotel, there was a Shakey's Pizza Parlor. <laughs> so we so had, romantic. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of Shakey's Pizza on the honeymoon down there in Jamaica. Listening to Bob Marley just doesn't get. We're at Jamaica. Where you? Ocho Rios. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's a great spot. And the other place. What's the other side of it? There called Mont- uh, yeah, Montego Bay. Montego Bay, which yeah. is where you fly into, I think. Right. Yeah. Southwest flies there now. As we well. were in Ocho Rios, and uh, we had one really nice dinner. Uh, splurged and. Uh, 
the woman that used to be on Trapper John MD, she played the nurse. She lived up on the hill there, had a great big house. Not a lot of wealth in Jamaica. No. And um, you gotta pay cash for your houses. They don't you don't finance that. So if you don't have the cash flow for it, you don't get a house. She had this monstrous house sitting up on a hill. I mean, you can I'm thinking, who owns that house? And they said, Oh, that's so and so from Trapper John MD. Have you ever heard of that show, Braxton? No. <sighs> well, I'll bet our listeners have though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. One of the nice things about our listeners, they've been around. And uh Well and yeah. so like so I, I did my honeymoon in Greece. Uh nice. and we went my to this sit, place. My daughter did. Yeah, we went to this place, uh the western side, which is about five hours from Athens. So it's not the touristy spots like, you know, Santorini or Mykonos. It's called Lefkada, which is, you know, Nidri is where we stayed. And we were talking about dinners. You know, we didn't do an all-inclusive. We just had, like, a couple Airbnbs. We kind of floated around. Oh, wow. Um, and the most—so we met the woman that married us, and some of her aunts and uncles live there. They're all Greek. And so every night we had dinner with eight people. And we would have dinner for three, four hours. We would have, you know, everyone would get yes. appetizers. We'd share plates. You know, typical European style. Opa. Lots of wine, lots yes. of, you know, everything else. Uh, desserts. And the most that our, our meals ever were— was 140 euros, which is about $180, $190 for all eight of us. So wow. it was about 10, 10, 15 bucks a person. And you don't tip there. So it was about. What do you mean you don't tip there? Well, you're, you know, in Europe, you don't tip. So. Because they had they own they earn a salary as as the only Americans we were the only Americans there there's a lot of Brits and a lot of Russians we actually did tip and so we would go back to this couple places the best place there speaking of the South Side of Chicago was owned by this guy named Tom he's from the South Side of Chicago and picked up and moved to Lefkada 15 20 years ago and opened a beachside restaurant and has just lived there ever since he's not Greek he's Greek well, he's, oh, he Greek. Greek. he's yeah. yeah his family's his parents are Greek but uh you know I mean he's Junior over there is half Greek. Tikanis, Tikanis. <laughs> Fluent, I hear. I yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite Greek food? Uh, it's got to be spanakopita. Oh, yeah. Just a classic appetizer. Yeah, that I mean. Good. A little Greek music there. Very nice addition, PJ. He's producing over there. I love the, the PJ is producing the show. I love that. He's doing a fine job. Even though I can't hear it. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you had my pastizzo when I made it the other day. Yeah. Be yeah, honest. It was pretty good. Um, pretty good? Shockingly, but yeah, it was pretty good pastizzo. Uh-huh. Um, Bit too much nutmeg, but other than that, oh, come on now. It's just a little pinch of the. Now we're getting the truth. No, no. But the thing is, is the, with, with the Greek food, what I love about like European style Greek food is the sharing of plates because I like to try everything. Yeah. You know, when you get to a menu, to a place that has a big menu and you want, you know, that, this, and the other. It's nice to like when you're over there, everyone just kind of orders it and you get to try a little bit of everything. So you told me something the other day about what the kids do and uh, it had never dawned on me before. But before, you know what you're going to order before you get to oh, the restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you do this, Sean? No, but I have a lot of friends that do. Yeah. I like the authentic experience it, of sitting It there. gives me anxiety. So I, real quick story. we were I was with Michael Kelly on, uh, on assignment, as we like to say, and he picked the restaurant and I was like, okay, which restaurant are we going to? And he's like, I don't know the name. I just got it, blah, 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 the hotel. Hotel front desk recommended it. I go, well, what's the name of it? I need to know. He's like, okay. So he find, finds out the name of it. And I was like, all right, looked at the menu. I knew exactly. It also, it's what I wanted to drink, whether I wanted to drink rosé or have a cocktail. You know, I like to base my meal off that uh-huh. and also my day drinking. So we were, we were, we, I looked at the menu. We're uh, getting ready to get in the golf cart. Uh, the hotel provided a golf cart to the restaurant. Oh, very nice. So, and he was making fun of me. He goes, nobody looks up menus. Nobody looks up menus. I'm, I don't look up. 
So we're in the golf cart. The guy that's driving us is probably 23, 24. And he goes, Mike goes, hey, what's this type of food we're going to at this restaurant? And the guy looked back at him like Mike Kelly had four different heads and said, you didn't look up the menu before. And, and this was just as Mike was making fun of me. So it, it's a thing. Everyone looks up. The, I, I like to know exactly what I'm getting before I go. See, I live in the moment, Brexit. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm living in the moment just a couple hours before. And don't, mean, you, <laughs> don't you love it when they come to the table and they tell you what they're special? They're oh, well, and I, I, I always leave the open for the specials. Always yeah. leave it open for the specials. So they come in and they describe what, what might be the most fantastic food I've ever heard about in my life. Well, which, which all changed my mind. I mean, I think yeah. we went to dinner the other night and I think you had the special or you know the lamb chops, I, I did believe. Have the lamb chops, which was a good choice. It was an it's. I mean, lamb chops are the best. Choice. I mean, it was very good. Well, uh, pretty much, uh, pretty much killed that, boys. Uh, Braxton <laughs> Payne, John Hancock, and John Hancock with Matt Pajeski alongside producing the show in a wonderful, wonderful way. When we come back, the Winter Olympics are coming. Who cares? That's next on KMOX. One of us is excited about the Olympics. It's not me. Oh, yeah. Braxton? I mean, the Olympics, I don't understand. I won't get in too far into this, but I don't understand how you can't love the Olympics. I mean, yeah, I think the Summer Olympics are a little bit better than the winter. They happen too often. You know, back in the too day. Too often? Back in the day, it was every four years. You had you had four years. You had the Summer Olympics, and then you had the Winter Olympics. Or you had the Winter Olympics, and you had the Summer Olympics. It was every four. Now they do it every two years. Who knows? It seems like there's an Olympics every year. Now. Well, I mean, okay. So first off, I don't think, I mean, they should do it every year. I mean, like, let's be honest. I love watching the world championships or sure, and the off years for certain sports. But like, I mean, the Winter Olympics, the only bad part about the Winter Olympics is there's not enough sports, in my opinion. I mean, the summer has everything under the sun. And, you know, we only have about, I think there's about 17 to 20 sports yeah, in the Winter the, Olympics. Uh, figure skating. Which is awesome. On. Oh, come on. That's fun. No, so so curly. So uh, you don't. You can't even <clears throat> score in figure skating. You, you you get out what, there. What, you, do, you, do you do you hate gymnastics too? Not a fan. Really? Yeah, because you got people out there. Can you not appreciate the pure athleticism of well, being no, able I, to I carry it. somebody above your head while skating? I mean, yeah. that's just unreal to me. Well, I, I mean, Craig Berube no. used to do it. No, the, the the best Olympic sport, though, for winter is for sure curling. I mean, what? Uh, okay, let, let me explain why that curling. Number one, curling's amazing. Uh, for, for those of you at home that don't follow <laughs> curling, uh, explain, explain. So, yes. So us, curling right? is uh, essentially uses a 13.1 uh, stone. You know, it's an actual stone it's a, it's on a round, ice. It's a, and, it's a giant hockey puck. Uh, but we'll go with that. And then what you do is, you know, you. Uh, lightly, uh, you know, scoot it, I guess is the best term. You got your uh, squeegee. The, yeah, down, down the ice. And, you know, in order to make it go faster, you have people that sweep to clear the ice. With a, like a broom. With with a, yeah, essentially a broom. So you got a squeegee, it's, a broom, and a big it's, hockey puck. It's shuffleboard on ice, uh -huh. but bigger version. Right. And the thing is, is with curling is, number one, it's the best uh, winter sport because... Now, hear me out on this. I, the reason I think it's the best is because you could, I could today decide I'm going to quit everything in life and start picking up curling. And in four years, I may be in the Olympics. I mean, these curling athletes are, you know, anywhere between 35 and a lot of them are in their 50s. I mean, it's like golf. You can play forever uh, and you can play curl or you can, you know, have, have curling be your profession forever. Now, are these people on ice skates when they're doing this? So they have one, they're kind of like ice shoes. So there's one. One shoe that has traction and then one shoe that um, is essentially kind of like an ice skate. Johnny, what do you know about curling? 
Not too much. I just looked it up, though. The U.S. curling Twitter account has 32,000 followers, and I picked a random account to compare that to, which was <laughs> Blooper, the Atlanta Braves mascot, who has almost 63,000, which not a ringing endorsement for curling. Uh, well, I mean, if you look up, I mean, I do have a couple curling bobbleheads in the office next time you're there. Uh, yeah. Matt Hamilton is the best cooler. You get that mustache. They upset Canada four years ago. I mean, the thing is, the only the only bad part about the Winter Olympics is it, it, it's where they're being hosted in China is the time difference because you know you got to either wake up. They're so also the, a lousy communist. Well, of, of course. I mean, we're talking about just the sport, regime. not the politics, just the sport. And you know, you got to wake up at six a.m. to watch these curling matches, or they're not on until eleven p.m. because of the time change. Um, and I like to watch them live, you well, know, because yeah, I, I mean, follow them all on Twitter. I'm one of the followers, I'm sure, on that I, USA I, Curling. I that. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't, you want to, you wouldn't want to have to watch a tape delayed curling match. <clears throat> I for mean, sure. but the thing is, it's like with the Olympics. I mean, these people train, like you said, you know, it's every two years for different, but it's four years. They train for three years so to be a part the, of this. They're pushing the thing, and and I guess uh, your pusher guy, you got to have a certain, you got to know how hard to push, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's like you said, there's a lot of strategy that goes involved because. And you know, the sweeper guys are. Are they actually achieving any? I, I've, I've watched it. Yeah. yeah so if, if you've ever, like, an actual curling uh, arena, they have, it's almost like little rocks in the ice. So it's, like, kind of like it's not just a smooth smooth surface. So when you do that, it, oh. you know, gets them down, which makes the, the curling stone go in faster. The, in the cement. There's a name for that when you got the little. Uh, oh God, I don't know. I'm, the, I don't do concrete. construction. How many people are on a team? Uh, so there's four and then an alternate. So there's, uh, so you have your, you, you know, they can alternate between their jobs, but there's four that are active and then an alternate. How'd you like to be the guy that's not good enough to make the curling team? I mean, you know, I mean, you get a free trip to go to the Olympics the, and stay in Olympic bench. Village. I don't though, think that that'd you know be nice. Who's gotten into curling? Who? Former Rams quarterback Mark Bulger. Yes. I'm not making this up. He is a huge curling. Uh, Watch him be in the next Olympics he in four years. The there you go. Exactly. Like you can pick it up at any time. Uh, it, it's Are still you very me difficult. That I could be in the Olympics. Curling? I'm, I'm telling of, you. I think you would be. You're the perfect person. Speaking to do of it. Olympic Village, those curlers have to stand out like a sore thumb compared <laughs> to the rest of them. You got like the ice skaters that are just absolutely ripped and like, you know, have been, you know, they're most of these figure skaters are, you know, 16, 17 years old and so you got these 50 can, year old guys. Can you be a portly curler? Oh yeah. I mean, Matt Hamilton is probably our best curler and yeah. he's, you know, he has, he's got a beer belly on him. Has that's for now? sure. Oh yeah. Shout I mean, out Matt Hamilton. I mean, they're all starting to like this sport a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, they're just, I mean, I went, so the first time I did curling, I was in Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, and I, we were staying at a hotel that was connected to the D University of Minnesota Duluth's hockey arena yeah. in which they also have a curling uh, little facility there. Um, and so I went down and said, Hey, can I try? I think it was like 1918 at the time. And I got to do it and fell in love with it then. And Changed your life forever. I mean, it's fun. Play that. Play that they, there, there's a U.S. Again. There's a curling club here in St. Louis, right in Crevecore. Let's uh, let's rethink this a little bit. <clears throat> I may be I may be rethinking this. Oh, there they are, <laughs> the gold medal winners for curling. Can you imagine just going up on that 2022, podium, John? 2022. It's the United States team led by Chief Chucker, Portly John Hancock. Chucker. It's making his first Olympic appearance here at Beijing. <sighs> he stands with the team there. There's Curly and Larry and Moe, the sweepers. <laughs> it's uh, quite an accomplishment. The first time in the history of America. You're telling me that George Ann doesn't. The team has won the curling gold medal here at Beijing. 
2022. I mean, you're telling me George Ann won't like watch the the primetime uh, figure skating oh, on the, the television. Yeah, yeah, she loves all of that stuff. Do you watch any of it, Junior? I'll watch it if it's on. Um, don't really go out of my way. I will for hockey. Uh, in the Winter Olympics, but that's well, and that, that's the thing is with hockey this year, there'll be no NHL players. So yeah, it'll be like the good old days. Yeah, Back it'll when be we interesting. Had the, the Miracle on Ice. Yeah, it should be like I think that'll be kind of was interesting that to see. Before your time, the Miracle on Ice. Uh, Ten years before I was born. Yeah, I was born in 1990. I remember the movie with uh, Kurt oh, Russell. the movie's great. I mean, we watch it on uh, volleyball trips on the bus. Yeah, for sure. Remembers the movie. I mean, it, who played that character? Uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Kurt Russell. What a what an actor. A great scene where he just. Goes again, blows the whistle. They're doing the laps. Then I play for the United States of America. Oh yeah, I mean that has to be actually. I think of sports movies goes. I think that's probably top three. Top three. I put Airbud up there. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Because then they make a couple of them. Oh right? yeah, they got all kinds of them. But yeah. you got to stick with the original basketball, the most believable. Once he got up there with the bat. And you know, yeah, or then yeah, the soccer south. one. Yeah. yeah, I think there was a soccer well, one. How can you be a finer sports movie than? Naked Gun, 33 and a third. When Leslie Nielsen, perhaps the, the funniest comedian in the history of American comedy, takes to the field as the umpire. He was the, he was the opera singer. He was impersonating. Uh, what, was the, what was the opera singer's name? I can't remember. And he goes out and he sings the anthem because he's trying to protect the Queen of England who's about to get assassinated by Reggie Jackson, who has been hypnotized and is playing right field. And he's got a gun. In right field, and Leslie Nielsen, who comes out as Ernesto, whatever, the anthem singer, and then knocks out the umpire, steals his uniform, and ends up behind the plate calling balls and strikes in what may be one of the great comedic performances in all of American cinema. Have you seen that movie? I've never even heard of it. I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, but i got to be honest, hearing the plot makes me I mean, want the movies back then instead of just the 50th Avengers movie coming yeah, I mean, I think I want to go to the family video and rent a VHS. Got, I mean, I think that's what I want to do. Priscilla Presley's in that. You've seen that movie. PJ Priscilla loves Presley. This is an old soul. <laughs> you guys, you Well, kids. he's working in radio, so yeah, I think definitely an old soul. He's into, he's into Yes, and he likes Rush, and he's... Uh, well, I like Rush. I like Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah me yeah. too. I mean, I love... You like Yes? Yeah, you, you, I think you know that. Huh. I've seen all this good is some people. father-son yeah. bonding moment right here. We, I've been to, I'm miss him. believe it or not, 27 Poison concerts or Poison. slash Brett Michaels concerts. I'll tell you who I've gotten into. Who? You're going to be impressed with this. Train. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. like that's like my people's 90s band. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like, you know, growing up. It's, Them it's, and Goo Goo Dolls. It's one song because it's his favorite <laughs> snooker player's walk-up. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Ronnie O'Sullivan comes out there to Drops of Jupiter. Yes, Drops of so Jupiter. So speaking of obscure sports, you can make fun of my curling, but you watch these people, you know, hit balls around on an oversized table. I mean, come game. on. I mean, curling, at least, this you know, drama. there's some athleticism. Back me up, Junior. The drama of snooker matches incredible. Oh, I, I'm so yeah, it is not as bad as you'd think to watch, but he also is up here hating on soccer, but he's watching soccer. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's true. Well, we've had that conversation about soccer I before, soccer's too. Soccer's fine, yeah, but you know the answer to the question. <clears throat> What's the score of the soccer game? Zero, zero. <laughs> it's always the case. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I'm not a huge fan. Well, boys, we've gotten through one hour here on the hey now. Voice of St. Louis. We're missing Michael Kelly, who may or may not be conscious right now uh, <laughs> down in Florida. and uh, But he'll be back with us next Friday morning here on The Voice of St. Louis. And uh, he'll join me again on Sunday morning on Fox 2 for the Hancock and Kelly, the television show. And uh, we work cheap, folks, and that's why we keep popping up 
everywhere. we got one more hour to go on Hancock and Kelly late night here on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.